0: Welcome to another episode of A Brighter Web, a show where we discuss ideas and perspectives about making the web a brighter place to be. Each podcast will interview marketing professionals across multiple industries and discover what's worked for their digital marketing strategy, what hasn't, and what they plan to try next. Today our guest is John Reinhart, who handles e-commerce at PF Harris. John, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me on, Mickey. You're welcome.
0: Um, If you would, tell people a bit more about where you work, how long you've been there, your current role, kind of what your day-to-day looks like. Sure.
1: Yeah. So, PF I'm with PF Harris Manufacturing Company. Uh, PF Harris is based in Cartersville, Georgia. The company has been around since 1922, and it was founded on one product, and that was the the Harris famous roach tablets. So, some cool history behind it. It was actually used in the White House in the 1920s, and our products now, with since then, the, the the product line has been expanded into over 100 products and. Some of those can be found in, you know, Walmart, Home Depot, um, and Ace Hardware nationwide. And we do a big business online as well. But sort of my role at PF Harris. So I, I came on full time in, uh, gosh, it's time flown. It was early (laughs) 2017, but I was doing work for PF Harris in the couple of years leading up to that when I was in college and, uh, doing work on our website and, and driving paid traffic to our website through Google AdWords. And it was in early 2017 that uh, I was working at a place called Relevance Advisors at the time. And my manager came back from a conference and he asked, or he was talking about the conference and I asked him, you know, what, what are some of the biggest takeaways from the conference? And he mentioned something that was really interesting. He said that SEO is moving from, you know, from just Google, traditionally in SEO, there's been a focus on Google primarily. It's moving away from Google and and, you know, toward Amazon. As you know the statistic, probably about forty to fifty percent of product searches now start on Amazon. I think it's actually over fifty percent now. And so when he said that, I I had a light bulb go off my head because I had been I had been working on pfharris.com, optimizing the website, working with you guys at Green Melon to to get us a better website and driving paid traffic there. And when he mentioned Amazon, I kind of had this light bulb go off my head, and I said, "Hmm, I wonder what you know kind of opportunity there is to to put our products on Amazon and see how they do on there." So I put our products on Amazon, and um, I and one of the big things about Amazon is it's really Fuel new product ideas for us. So not only was our existing product line successful on there, I, you know, I see ideas on Amazon based on the sales rank of hot products in the patio lawn and garden space and say, okay, you know, there's an opportunity to sell this product, we go out and source it, and that's been you know, a huge part of our growth.
0: Awesome, very cool. So yeah, you guys add products quite frequently, and of course you have the whole Amazon leg along with the website. With all the stuff you have going on, what's been working really well in your marketing? uh, the last few months?
1: Um, you know, and this is, I would say th- this is something that's been working well for us for a while, but, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, advertising on Amazon is, is becoming more, Amazon in general is becoming a more popular platform for people to search from with print, tra- uh, transactional queries. And because of that, more and more companies are realizing the importance of Amazon advertising. So, there's a few different avenues of Amazon advertising. There's the sponsored product section that you run through Seller Central. And then, if you're on the vendor side, which we are as well, about 10% of our sales come through the vendor central side, you have access to what's called headline and product display ads. We run all three types of those ads. And generally, the return on investment for those is times five or times six. So, you put in a dollar and it returns five or six dollars in gross sales. And that's, you know, That's amazing uh, for a few different reasons. Number one, a return like that is pretty unheard of through, you know, digital marketing, other avenues like display ads or even Google AdWords. Now, I mean, you might see that return in the early 2000s, you know, when the CPCs were dirt cheap, but that's extremely difficult to get now. So we're kind of pouring, you know, we're pouring tons of money into that. And the way that the Amazon algorithm works is it's, I call it a snowball effect, basically the, the Amazon wants to serve uh, product results and their search results that are, are are most people are most likely to buy. So they're looking at you know the the history of a product and how it's done right and so basically the the way to get a product, the number one way to get a product to rank high in search results for target keywords is just sales history, right? But when you launch a product, you have to have a way to kind of break into that cycle. And we've used sponsored ads to do that. So not only is it sustainable long term for products for the times five or times six for return on investment, if you look at what it's doing in terms of spiking the algorithm when you launch a product, it's, it's, it's what we use to propel products or, you know, get them off the runway, so to speak, in the beginning. So it's been incredible.
0: Awesome. Very good tips. Again, I know most of our listeners don't use Amazon for sales, but I suspect you'll have a few uh, running to check it out this afternoon to, to see what's going on there. Um, so with all that stuff that's going so well, what have you been struggling with? Anything that's not been working as well as you had hoped?
1: Um, you know, uh, through Google, I've always been open to Google AdWords, running ads through, you know, AdWords to our website. Um, I've even used Google AdWords for, um, to drive traffic to landing pages, which then send traffic to Amazon. Um, it has been a struggle to see a positive return on investment through Google AdWords. The CPCs have gotten pretty expensive, the conversion rates are low. We're working now on, you know, redesigning portions of our website, getting some more targeted landing pages with higher price offers to kind of absorb some of those costs. And, you know, we're gonna keep pushing on that. Um, but it's been a struggle in the past for sure to see a positive ROI through AdWords. Gotcha. I would say another thing that's been a struggle is, you know, and this and this has happened more lately than in the beginning. Is more and more people, companies, uh, you know, who sell products on Amazon, see the value of Amazon advertising. It's become harder and harder to kind of get impression share on new products that you're putting out there. You know, you could Amazon might suggest a, a CPC bid of like a dollar twenty, right, when you're launching a product, and you could bid three dollars. But if Amazon is serving ads from, you know, incumbents, so to speak, that are converting well and earning Amazon money, Amazon might look at that and say, "Hey, why are we? Why do we want to serve your ad? You know, you're new, um, you know, and we don't know if it's going to convert or not." So that's kind of been a struggle lately, and we've been doing things to combat that, kind of gaining impression share there. Um, on, you know, as it gets more competitive on Amazon.
0: Gotcha. And so tell me a bit more about that, I guess. So when you say new, obviously Harris isn't new, even new on Amazon, but each new product becomes a new piece in Amazon you have to build up. So if you unveil some new product, there's no way to to use your history for that. It, it, you have to work through the new algorithm piece of Amazon to get that in place.
1: Yeah, exactly. So when, when I launch a product, the first thing I'll do is I'll do keyword research. So I'll figure out okay which keywords and this is really happens before the product even comes out i make sure that the market's there i have tools that estimate the market size and then i set a target market share to capture but when i launch a product on amazon i've got a list of you know high and medium and even low value target keywords you know based on the search volume based on what the market size is for those keywords and getting a product to rank for those keywords (coughs) excuse me as i mentioned earlier is done a lot through sponsored ads um you know you you it's just like seo through google right you have a product page you want it to rank do your keyword research you optimize that page with content you know with the right keywords and everything and it's it's the same on amazon you're you're doing the research you're optimizing the page and then you're driving traffic but to answer your earlier question yeah it basically starts over every single time right i mean you, you could do you could have a seller account that does millions and millions of dollars. Amazon doesn't really care. They're not going to be any more likely to rank your product necessarily in the search results. Um, you know, it's kind of like a what have you done for me lately kind of thing. So they, they wanna see, you know, they want to see sales history behind a certain product before they rank it for a keyword.
0: Gotcha. That makes sense. Um yeah. So in the few years I've known you, you've always been big about getting in new things and trying things like Amazon. I mean, it wasn't something you did before and you heard about it and you dove in and you're digging in and trying it out. What are other things on the horizon that you want to get into and you just haven't had the time or energy or skills or whatever to get into quite yet?
1: Um, So one of the big things, and I discovered this relatively recently, and I know it's been out there for a little while now, although it it was in a beta test and it wasn't available in all states in the U.S., uh, it's called Google Express, and basically it's a it's a shopping platform where people can go and purchase their you know favorite products from retailers that you that are known throughout the United States. For example, Target, Costco, Walmart, right? So if you have certain products that you buy from those retailers, Google Express says, hey, you know we're going to make it easy for you. We've partnered with these retailers. They're, they have their product selection on our website, come and shop with us, we'll ship it to you free, you know, yada, yada, yada. What I've seen, though, is that you know, I, I've noticed that some of the same third-party sellers that we see on Amazon are on these marketplaces, or are on Google Express, um, and so basically, Google Express is giving people a chance to apply uh, to, be, uh, to be a vendor on their site. So I've put in an application for Google Express, and you know, it could be something, I don't expect the scale of it to be the same as Amazon for us, but it could be a good opportunity to, you know, sell our entire product line on there because as it stands now, only a couple of our products are being sold there.
0: Gotcha. And so ultimately though, someone buys something from Google Express, they're actually buying it from Target or Walmart. Google Express is just a way to connect them with that product on that third party site. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So that's, You know, you've got basically third party sellers just like you have on Amazon um, who are selling products and and they're getting the sale, and Google Express is simply taking a referral fee. In fact, you know, unlike Amazon, I don't even think there's a monthly fee associated with being a seller on Google Express. I believe they don't even charge that, it's just a referral fee on every sale.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So, with all the stuff you're doing, um, I'm sure you have tons of tools and apps and stuff you use. What is your favorite one you're using for marketing stuff to help you yeah, sell more or learn more, get more insights, whatever the case may be?
1: Oh, I use a lot. Oh, I always use a ton of different tools. Um, sure. Feedback genius is awesome um, from the Amazon perspective. Uh, Feedback genius is basically a tool that automates emails. so when you know when somebody buys one of our products on Amazon, we generally send two emails. We send and a a confirmation that thanks them for their purchase Um, and then we send a follow-up email a few days after they've received the product asking them how they liked it and asking if they'd be willing to leave a review you know for people out there who've ever ordered something on amazon you've probably gotten those emails they might be annoying sometimes and um, other people love them because i give product advice on how to better use our products since we're in the pest control space uh, people soak up the information, especially with bed bugs, because they're extremely hard to get rid of. So people need all the information they can get. So feedback genius is a great way to not only provide value to people, but do it while, you know, politely asking for a review. And reviews are, you know, I said earlier, basically the, the biggest part of the Amazon algorithm when it comes to ranking is sales history. It's say sales are king and reviews are queen. Um, so feedback genius is a great way to get reviews. Um, Instapage is a great tool that I use when I'm watching, you know, new products on Amazon. It's a way to custom create a landing page. So I'll drive traffic from AdWords to this landing page and then from the landing page, it goes to Amazon. So it's a great way to, to kind of spike the algorithm, as I said earlier, and drive some initial sales by, you know, we give people a pretty steep discount there. Zonjump is another tool that I use that's, that's a way to, you know, that that same kind of thing where, except I'm not having to set anything up myself, I just create the coupon codes, I give them to Zonjump and Zonjump places ads on other websites um, that have, you know, information about people and their and their likes, kind of the, the markets there and it drives traffic to Amazon um, and is a great way to stimulate sales initially.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. Those are great tools, all seemingly Amazon related, but that's kind of where your life is lately. So that's good. And those are good ones. We'll get those linked up in the show notes so people can check those out.
1: Yeah. And there's another one, another great one on from the Amazon site, or it's called AMZ Scout. And AMZ Scout is a tool that I use every day. And, and that's going to, it's going to estimate the sales volume for products on Amazon. So when you're, you know, doing product research, you can you can come up with a market size pretty quickly and instead of a target market share. So that's kind of a big way that I decide you know whether or not to get into a space um, you know AMG Scout provides that data and it's, it's estimates of course it's not it's not accurate to a T, but I find you know based on comparing it to the sales of my own products that it's it's, it's pretty close
0: awesome very cool those are awesome all excellent tools people should be checking out if they're trying to sell on Amazon um, so how can people connect with you and follow what you've got going on, what Harris has got going on, that kind of stuff? Where can they find you online?
1: Well, well you can uh, email me, reach out to me at john, J-O-H-N, at P-F-Harris.com. Um, You can also check out our Amazon marketplace.
0: The, the, the name is P.F. Harris. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's the easiest way. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Mickey. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye.